Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode 104 of Psychotic and Iconic Policy here, along with my co-hosts Nick Theories, Mikey P, and Philly Phil. Thank you to everybody that's tuned into the live stream tonight. If you haven't done so already, please go ahead and share it. Thank you to everybody that likes, follows, and subscribes to all of our platforms. Mikey P, let's rock, baby. Oh, it's a it's gonna be a really fun one tonight, guys. Really fun, okay? NFC East preview, as promised, the last division we did not cover. And then we got playoff predictions, award predictions. Hell, we even got some fantasy bold predictions. So it's going to get heated tonight. I, I can just tell. All right. <laughs> We're going to have a lot of energy. So with that being said, episode 104. What the hell is going on? That's me. Mm, took a page out of Nick's book. <laughs> I was like, wait, I hear so myself echoing. I didn't even say anything. <laughs> I didn't say a goddamn word. <laughs> See, people make mistakes, and you, and you have to throw shade at me. That's He's crazy. getting after you early, okay? That's crazy. All right. I'm clipping that up later. Let's do this again one more time. I'm clipping that up later. <laughs> psychotic and iconic sports podcast episode 104, powered by Playmaker, is brought to you by Prize Picks Daily Fantasy Made Easy. Also, right now. Go over to PropsHQ.com. That's the Props Network where we are live every single show. And you need to go and subscribe to keep up with all of our football coverage all season long. You're not going to want to miss it, okay? Last but not least, guys, well, we're not wearing it tonight. <laughs> we have to do the watch sometimes here, okay? It's PTO. But, yeah, come on. All right. So, P&I merch. Listen up because you're going to want to hear this. We got short and long sleeve tees, hoodies, even some tanks. Yes, it's still warm out. You're going to want to tank. Maybe you want to wear it to your workout. I don't know. And we got customizable mugs. Yes, all the merch. We have black and gray colors, okay? That is courtesy of IBP Pressworks of Cherry Hill, New Jersey. DM us for pricing and details. Are you guys ready? Born. The season starts in two days. I waited all it's day. It's here, this. baby. I'm ready to rock, baby. Let's go. It's time. Go. All right. Let's go, man. Billy Phil. You know what to do. Oh, man. It's back. Two fucking days. It's fucking back, bro. <laughs> NFL football is here, man. Let's go. 
NFC East preview. Bring it, baby. This one's for you, Gottfarb. I already see you in the comments, and I expect to see you a lot tonight. Everybody else, as always, please, we encourage you to talk a ton in the chat. We're always looking at comments. Share the stream everywhere right now. Let's get it popping here, all right? Starting off with Gottfarb's favorite, the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, cow pukes, excuse me. All right. I already hear him typing. I know. I can't wait. I can't wait. Okay. The Dallas Cowboys. That was a little disrespectful. So let me let me start that over again. 12 and 5 record. Number four seed in the NFC last year. And their line this year, 10 and a half wins. <laughs> they traded away Amari Cooper. Tyron Smith is out for a long time with a torn hamstring. These are the headlines. Okay. Guys, initial thoughts on the Cowboys. Uh, I'm really down on them this year. I think their offseason was really bad. Uh, the Eagles took a step forward, a lot of steps forward. Um, the other division is kind of mid, but overall, I think the Cowboys are the second best team in the in the entire division. Um, I see them struggling this year. I know they have CeeDee Lamb. He's going to be awesome. He's going to be awesome in fantasy. So if you have a chance to go get him, go grab him. He's going to be a target machine. Uh, but overall, as the, as the team, I, I just I see a big time uh, regression. And over under 10 and a half, I'm, I'm going under. And to me, it's not even a question. He didn't waste no time. I yeah. love it, though. Much, love of the it. much of the same for me. Uh, you just you can't lose what they lost and think that you're going to maintain the same unless Dak Prescott takes another step forward, which I don't not that it's impossible, but I feel like he's close to being at his peak. Um, I just they just they lost too much to overcome. I mean, Michael Gallup's out. Your, be your second best wide receiver is at the at this time is your tight end, which is great because I have him in fantasy. <laughs> but I just I just, I don't see it. And there the the thing for the Cowboys was it gets a little overlooked was their defense last year led the league in touchdowns in uh, defensive touchdowns with eight. That they're gonna re regress there. I don't see Trayvon Diggs having the same year that he had with all the interceptions. So for me, just top to bottom, it's just. It's going to be a struggle for them. And I think I'm under on 10 and a half. I think they'll they'll struggle to get to eight or nine wins. Um, looking at their schedule, they have five definite losses. So I just, to me, it's it's pretty pretty straightforward with them. I just, I don't see it. They lost too much talent and the their division rival gained too much talent. Here's, here's the difference between Dallas being a good team and uh, uh, a fringe playoff team. The running game. Who is their running back? Who? They needed to be Tony Pollard. Yes, but they're they're kind of hand, they're handcuffed to to playing Zeke because they paid him all that money. That's what it is. But Tony Pollard's your guy. He's got to he's, he's got to get the bulk of the work, right? See, I'm a little different with that. Like Zeke had an all right year last year. I mean, he was he was doing great until he got he got banged up a little bit. So if he was healthy throughout the year, he was on par to do his regular shit. But in spot starts or in spot playing time, Tony Pollard flashed. He did, yeah. Like yeah, he, yeah. he could take it for 70 yards. Yeah, he looks this like guy, a home run hitter. He's yeah, going to be a stud in this league yeah. for a while. So if you take away Amari Cooper, you need that kind of guy on your team that could take a 70 yards, that quick score, instead of methodically driving down the field. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, are, are they constructed to do that on a, on a consistent basis? I don't see it. I, I, I'm really down on the Cowboys, too. I got to say. The only thing that does Honestly. worry me about the Cowboys is they're being counted out by everybody are they though vegas has a 10 and a half yeah, I, win yeah, yeah. i know but everybody that like in our circle and that we talk to everybody in the comments like everybody's down on the cowboy myself included Yo, i'm just saying i'll that. tell you this mike 
this is not as a correction because yeah our our area our people probably going to gravitate with the eagles nationally i i think there's still a lot of people on the cowboys <laughs> right now and i i still i'm struggling to find why i want to hear why yeah they're wearing does anyone have a G reason why because ask james before right i go there. and bash them james is in the house the cowboys fan Oh, James, man. it's not oh, last year, brother. Oh, man. It's not. It's no shade over here. It's just facts. Facts over feelings. I'm, I'm very worried for, for Dak uh, with the offensive line losing three starters. That's First where... and foremost, and you're asking him to be superhuman, essentially, with no Amari Cooper, who you can say whatever you want about the guy. The guy was a borderline top 10 wide receiver in the NFL for as long as he'd been in Dallas, and he makes things a lot easier, Okay. Michael Gallup is out for a number of weeks, I'm sure. You're going to rely on a rookie stepping up. All right. I can deal with it. There's some other teams doing it. CeeDee Lamb's a stud. For me, it's more about the offensive line than Amari Cooper. Like, the me Amari too. Cooper was an issue in and of itself. But then once the other offensive linemen went down, they lost, uh, what's his face, Tyron Smith. It's just, it, you're losing too many key components that are, that are, you're losing positions that are extremely hard to overcome. Also, I think they played their best ball last year when they were running the football successfully, and then they got pass-happy again, and that's when the team started to fall apart in the second half of the season. They're missing just just call it receiver. what it is. They're missing another wide receiver. They are. They, Which I think Gallup is him. I love Gallup. I think he's really good. I like him too, but they'll be without him for a little while, right? yeah. you know? And it's the ACL. Like, that, that takes time to get back from. So it's not like he's going to come back. And it's not a plug-and-play. Correct. Yeah, like, he's not going to come back and hit the ground running. That no. just doesn't happen. But... I mean, you're going to find out what CD is made of because he's going to have a lot of attention. He's going to get a lot of targets. I love him in fantasy this year. He's going to be, going to be awesome. This one's for James. James says, sleeping on defense. Mind you, Cowboy fan, and he's allowed to say what he wants. They, they are the reigning champions here. Which, by the way, NFC East always changes every year. That's another thing. We can go back several years at this point. It always seems to change every year. That said, though, James, this one's for you. Turnover dis differential, 2021. They were plus 14. This is for you too, Nick. Fumble luck. Oh, Jesus. They were fifth in fumble luck with 3.3 fumble recoveries over expectation. Why are we doing this? They got Go. nine. Hold on. They got nine interceptions alone off of Mike Glennon and Taysom Hill. Nine interceptions alone off of the two quarterbacks that I just said. That's a good stat. You know who we're talking about here? That's a great stat. Mike Glennon and Taysom Hill. That's a great stat. And by the way, Trayvon Diggs. And fumble luck. In oh, no, I did it for again, you. Because I don't believe that. Was that was fun, dude. wasn't it? <laughs> was Trayvon Diggs in coverage. Do we need to go there? I think he was 80th out of 81st in coverage. I mean, look, he had 11 interceptions, but he was getting burned on the regular. So, like I said, did you hear the quarterbacks I just said that accounted for nine of those takeaways? James said, how many did they have total? Someone want to find it? Dietz is also asking for your advice, Mike. I, re I responded to him because oh, oh. I just didn't want him to miss it. So I, responded I think he's asking for Palante. I would yeah. prefer Robbie over Sammy Watkins. Of course, I said Sammy over Robbie. In fantasy, though. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. In fantasy, I would take Sammy. All right. Baker deep ball. Yeah, nah, Robbie can't catch. Wait, so hold on a sec. Hold on one sec. Someone find me the, the total takeaways for this defense. And also, let me remind James that Randy Gregory is no longer on the team. So, I mean, I'm just I'm just throwing it out there. I was calling it how it was last year. They were they were a really solid team last year. But, mm. 34 opponent turnovers, I believe. 34. That's 
That's a lot. I mean, that's that's like two a game, bro. <laughs> that's a lot of opportunity. <clears throat> We're live looking in on the stats. That's a lot of opportunity, but I, I think I think it's hard to do. Yeah, it's hard, hard to, to duplicate that. That's hard, man. That's it's hard. Like, plus, you think Biggs is gonna have that many interceptions? I, I mean, come not. on, that's so rare. Like Mr. Clean with hair. I'm not saying he's a bad I, I player. I'm just saying like <laughs> the fact that he was all pro last year is disgusting. I'm sorry, he was horrible in coverage. He balled though. He had 11 turnovers, and they were all on rookie quarterbacks. That's all pro. He dude. got him. You know, I'm just saying. That's not that's not to bash the guy. I mean, he's not Asante Samuel, though. Asante Samuel could cover and pick the ball off. Look, man. So, yeah, I'm spewing, I'm spewing a little hatred in his direction because I want to see him be a quarterback. If not, maybe he should be playing safety. Shit. He can't cover. He's 80th out of 81. Eligible quarterbacks last year. Me too. 81. Double move digs. Yeah, we heard that a lot in Philly when we had bad corners. And AJ Brown versus Diggs would be really good. For us. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a matchup, though. But I, I, I'm going to get back to this, though. I'll say this. If you're counting on the defense to lead this team, then that, I mean, I don't want to say it's foolish because the strength of this team is supposed to be offense. And Dak Prescott's being paid to shoulder the load with this offense this year. So basically, what they're saying is Dak, go out and win it. But the offense took a major step backwards. It's hard to ignore. And they didn't do a great job in the draft this year. I feel like last year, too, they were able to score at will. I exactly. don't think they can do that this year. Exactly. I'm, I'm really concerned about them because Dak Prescott, when you take away things there, like you take away his comfortability, I, I worry about him a little bit. He drops from more of like a ten, uh, top 10 corner, uh, quarterback to more of like a 12 to 15 range. As soon as you do that. And we have proof of that. We will find out soon. We will see, James. This is not to knock your team, by the way. They're still good. They'll be in the conversation, but I think they missed the playoffs. That's like one of my predictions this year is I think they missed the playoffs. I still think, uh, the, what was the over under? Ten and a half? I think that nine sounds realistic. Nine wins. And they go nine and eight. That's not bad. Nah, it's not good either. You make the playoffs. That's the bottom line, right? Well, no, I think that's bad, to be honest. Yeah, 9-8. You're terrible. paying Dak I mean, Prescott that kind of money. He's got to produce. When he you, does. When you get paid like that, you have to be held. You get held to that standard, in my opinion, anyway. it's play, you, you better make the playoffs. When you're, when you're being paid amongst the best guys at your position, you need to make the playoffs under any circumstances. For all the shit that number 11 does for the commanders, when his team was going down, he drugged their asses to the playoffs facts well here's their key additions guys and i have to say this too because it's just it's just i just referenced the draft okay tyler smith they reached for in the first round because they missed on a number of players okay who the fuck is sam williams jalen tolbert okay he's going to be starting that's a third round rookie wide receiver all right okay but then you you sign dante fowler james washington ryan Nall. that's their offseason they had three signings this offseason of significance. Yeah, well, like it's I, said, I, I think they lost more than they gained. So yeah. for me, I think they're taking a step back. And that's how I see it with the Cowboys. I don't I don't love this team this year. Oh, and Anthony Barr. Thanks, James. That happened after this list. I, I At the bar. But I mean, he's washed. <laughs> He'd be a Viking still. That Viking defense needs help. And they got rid of Anthony Barr. Don't he's a little washed. I know he's washed. And I, you know, he says, I know he's washed. All right. All right. Are we done with the Cowboys? Yes.
Philly Phil. I, I feel mean, like that's a mock. I know he's washed. Oh, like well, he's usually yeah, pretty yeah, honest. Yeah. Like yeah. he he tells it how it is. Uh, he's capping. Yeah, he is capping. He's capping. Yeah, I know how James speaks. All right. Next up, the Philadelphia Eagles. And they have had a pretty interesting offseason, to say the least. Okay. 2022 win line is nine. Nine wins. They went nine and eight last year. They were the seventh seed of the NFC. They were a surprise team. Yes, I called it. Yes, I got laughed at at this table for saying they'd be in the playoffs last year. Nick Sirianni, Jalen Hurst, they did just enough. They got in. And they had a massive offseason. Need I say more than I'll just I'll leave it at this. AJ Brown and Hassan Reddick. Two major contributors on on both sides of the ball. And that's, you know, they did a lot of shit. Jordan Davis is more important. Predicted that too. This is gonna be a predicted that too. And I love that man. Um I love I look, I like the Eagles this year. I'm I'm I just they added too much talent to not be to not improve. they made the playoffs last year in turmoil. The franchise was coming off all the Howie doing the dumb shit. Um, you add A.J. Brown, you get N'Kobe Dean, who was the steal of the draft in the third round. Jordan Davis. Bradbury's an underrated signing in the slot. Kazir White. Um, Cam Jurgens looks just, like a franchise center. I think Jalen Hurts has all the shit that you can't teach. He has all the intangibles to be great. Um, I think that he'll grow a little bit. Um, and I like Nick Sirianni. I think he did a good job considering the circumstances. So to me, it's just the Eagles got better across the, across the board. And, you know, I like them a lot this year. I'm going over. I think for them to have a half game win total more than the than the Browns is just oddly confusing. That that scared the shit out of me, too, similar to the Raiders situation. But I know where they're where their confusions coming in with not a lot of people believe in Jalen Hurts. I do. So we'll go from there. So I was just going to bring that up. Yeah. The Raiders situation. Yep. So my thing is, you're you're confident as hell in the nine. You don't think that's a, you don't think that's a little bit low for the Eagles team after I do. everything you just said it with everything they added and and barely subtracted. Yep. You don't think, do you think nine is weird? Yes. Like that's it's the same record as last year, and they added AJ Brown as. But to me, it's just all about the whole league doesn't believe in Jalen Hurts. But I don't even think it's just the addition of A.J. Brown. It's the fact that now you have two wide receivers, and then you have your tight end. But they like, don't I think believe that Jalen Hurts will be able to take the step to get them the ball. Well, I mean, do they think he's fucking pedestrian? Do you think he's, like, not do, capable? Actually. Do you think he's not capable of completing a 7-yard pass or a 10-yard pass or a 12-yard pass? Like, I'm so confused. Do they, do, like, can he not play quarterback? Most of the league believe <laughs> that, judging <laughs> off of that. I don't believe that. I don't, like, here's the thing. I know there's the whole thing about... QB wins and losses, not being a stat. It's a fucking stat. Do you make plays at the key crucial moments of the game to win? He made the playoffs. He made the playoffs. He got he blown made out. Plays. He got blown out, but it happened. There's no shame in that. There's another quarterback that just got paid over 200 million, and he got, and Jalen looked better than him in his debut. I agree. So. I mean, that's not saying much either. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> but, but I'm just still, saying, I mean, yeah, comparatively okay. speaking. No, I get it. And and that's what I'm saying. Like, nine is too low for me. But, like, I love this Eagles team. To me, it's like a home run. Over nine wins, why would I bet the under? After all these additions, I, I think they're going to be – and, and then now you have a second year with Sirianni. You got Hurts again. 
Now you have cohesiveness. You have something there. You're building from the foundation. You start from the ground up, just like he said about the fucking flower pot, whatever he's talking about. Like he, he's But what I think he was referring to now, looking back, is he's laying out the foundation, and now it's, everything's growing out of it. And I, I, I can, I can kind of see his vision, I, I, even though it's fucking crazy. Don't get me wrong, but I understand where he was going from now. And to me, it looks like they added the right pieces around there, and I love this team. Like. I think their balance, I think their defense got way better. I think their offense took a step forward, uh, especially adding another wide receiver. I think Dallas Goddard's gonna take a step forward. I mean, he's he's, he's a beast. The last couple games of the year, I think uh, the last five games, he was what, top five tight end in the league or top three or something? He he was he was outstanding. He was if, and now you're gonna open up the field even more with A.J. Brown. It's, it's just a no-brainer for me. This is over nine wins. The only thing that concerns me is the Eagles running backs and that could be like their weakness in my opinion on their team on Miles the Sanders fighting a hamstring early is not what you want to see at all right so but they, me, got, they the did weakness. bring in Trey Sermon which we asked them to add a bruiser and who knows I mean they they waiver claimed it. so that's that's interesting their that's their weakness I would say that's the weakness on the Eagles and for me Trey Sermon I mean it's cool I understand it but like at the same time he got cut by the Niners so like I, I like I, Kenny Gainwell a lot though, I like Gainwell. If, if he has to step up and play a little bit more for now. That but Miles trace. Sanders, they're like, Mid. I, I can't, I can't understand why he can't stay healthy other than he is a smaller back, but like, we're never, we're never going to see a full sample of this guy, I feel like. So, God. you know, it's time to move on. Yeah, it, it might, it might be, if, he, if yeah. he becomes unreliable, listen, week one hasn't happened yet. I don't know if he's going to play. All I'm going to say is this. We need him to stay healthy because the production's there when he's on the field, but now he's getting to a point where he's never on the field. And you got to be able to rely on him. And this is a team that's going to run the football a ton. Do you find it weird, the whole Trey Sermon thing? Because last year, people were picking him in drafts, like he was going to take over that 49ers yeah. job with ease. And then he got benched week one. And I feel like we never heard about him again. You want to know why I think it's weird now? Because by all accounts, even San Francisco beat writers, everything, they said he had a great camp and preseason. And then they caught him. So they just, they just simply like Jeff Wilson Jr. better, and they drafted Tyrion Davis-Price. I'm not saying he's going to have a massive role, but I'm just saying they got a bruiser for free, basically. It's a third-round pick, different scheme. Maybe it fits him better. Yeah. I'm not counting on him, though. Right. I am going to say this, though. One thing that's not talked about enough about this team is Nick Sirianni's ability to adjust not only in games, but like just overall game planning-wise, everything, adjusting to the strength of the team, adjusting to the weakness of opponents, the best coaches in the league do that. It worked for this Eagles team. They, they literally changed the way that they played a month or two into the season. I believe it was week six when they, they started becoming run heavy. They became a playoff team. We bullied so, Sirianni. I mean, Nick Sirianni, listen, the best coach in the league, that's what they do. So I think this year they're going to throw the football a lot more, though. Um, how can you not? I mean, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith. Dallas Goddard, what the pass missing? catchers out of backfield. You got Quez Watkins. He's a good three. Um, so I expect this number to improve. They were ninth worst in passing success rate last year and fourth worst when targeting wide receivers. I expect that to change. I do think Jalen takes a step, but I don't know how far. Okay. I like what I've seen so far, but I, I want to see it in the actual games now. Like, I, you know, I, I've been pretty critical of him and for good reason only because I know like what the team is thinking. They're they're going to 
look at the other direction if he don't go out and have a stellar performance. I think they think he can do it. I think he can take the step. I just don't want to say he did already. I need to see him do it. I, I just, think he can, though. I just don't understand how a team adds A.J. Brown, James Bradbury, Hassan Reddick, all those things, and they're predicting they have the same record as last year. I mean, do they think Jalen Hurts? Because here's the thing. If Jalen Hurts doesn't progress, to me, how did they not win nine games again? Exactly. And Second easiest schedule in the league this And your year. division got worse because the Cowboys are not as good as they were last year. Now, this is on paper. Right. They are not as good as they were last year. So even if Jalen Hurts is status quo, how do you have them at the same, a half game? If, if anything, with the roster improvements and the same level of play from Hurts, and let's say the same level of coaching, they're winning 10 games because the schedule is the second easiest in the league. And then it's not counting the fact that Jonathan Gannon finally has all the pieces to run the defense the way he wants to run it. So you expect that to improve too because, I mean, people were throwing all around the yard against the Eagles last year. That will not happen this year. Except at, you know, Darius Slay. But they have everything now. You get C.J. Gardner-Johnson. Um... Oh, yeah, I forgot about him, too. I mean, the secondary, everything. You can you can literally argue they're almost top five in every position group except maybe running back, which is just a question mark. It's not it's not that the talent's not there. It's a question mark. So I'm going to say this. I'm going to remind everybody. I've said this already, and I want, I want it to be on record one more time. Quarterback and coach aside, this roster is top five in the NFL. Top five on both sides of the ball. You got the best offensive line. You have arguably the best defensive line. The linebacking core is the best that we've seen since Jeremiah Trotter was on the oh, field shit. in 2004. Oh, that Chris Gokon. Okay. Chris Gokon. I mean, <laughs> shit, he was better than the linebackers we had the last decade. Okay. Omar Gaither. Don't forget about that. But Gaither. secondary, you could argue, is top five. Pete Wayne. They, like, literally every level of the team. So if you get anything from the quarterback this year, if you get anything more than what you've seen, they could gear up for a Super Bowl run. I'm just going to say it. I'm not saying whether or not I believe it. I'm saying to you that that's what could happen. Range of outcomes here. Top five roster quarterback aside. Quarterback included, I'll say top ten still. I'm just saying. So it's all on Jalen Hurts. Well, I find it hilarious. And I take the me. over on the wins, by the way. This this is what's funny to me, is that Jalen Hurts can go six for six, 70-something yards and a touchdown preseason. Nobody bats a fucking eye, right? Justin Fields can, quote-unquote, ball out in the preseason, and everybody's on his dick. I I, I, I don't understand it. Oh, I just I, said I, to you. Nick. I don't get it. Him, Kenny Pickett, if, if anybody else performs in the preseason, oh, my God, did you see what he did in the preseason? But when Jalen Hurts goes six for six, legitimately perfect, Nobody says a fucking word, and everybody's like, oh, my God, I'm still worried about Jalen Hurts. I'm sure you're talking I, I, about the public, okay. but I did yeah. just say no, for no, me, no, no, though, no, 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 no. that the he, public, the public he's done general. everything he needed to do this offseason. He's done everything yeah. I think he's perfection. Been great. I think he's going to be awesome for the Eagles. I like, if he so. is what we saw in preseason and then some of these joint practices, especially the Dolphins ones, look out. Look out. But I don't know. I want to see it in the actual games. Same thing with Justin Fields. I want to see it in the games. Yeah, it's, well, it's, I, I agree know, with you. I, I, but I he's done really everything he had to do so far, and he's showing that he <laughs> has taken a step. Just I just how big like, is it though? For I don't Justin, put, I don't put, I don't put preseason stock. Neither do I. I, I. I'm not. But you I've do never want to see development though. But yeah, no, he he could throw the ball. Like it's clear that he could throw the ball. He's not a pedestrian quarterback. Correct. I just feel like for Justin Fields to get, touch on that real fast. I just feel like the expectations for him and that team are so bad. 
that he comes out and throws three touchdowns. It's like, oh my God, he could play a little bit. That's just where I am with Justin Fields. Like the expectations for that organization are so low. right, and that's the difference here. the The expectation with the Eagles is everyone saw what they did. They had the sky high, arguably the best off season. It, it was phenomenal on all accounts. So the you can't is, even you can't ignore the off season they had on both sides of the ball. For Jalen Hurts and the Eagles, all the hype can only come down, and the critique gets worse. For the Bears, when you are that low, the hype can just keep growing. And when you make one play here and there, they try to build off of that because they're just, they're not expecting. But you know what else, too? I want Jalen Hurts to succeed. Correct, yes. I want him to succeed, and I think everybody does. But for the Philadelphia Eagles, their fans, the franchise, this is the best possible outcome. You're going to see whether or not he has it or not because they gave him everything. We asked for a receiver. You got it. That you got everything that you wanted for this guy, and now we're going to see what he can be with the full surroundings around him. He's got everything. Second year under his belt, too. I mean, that's that's major, too. It's his second year as a starter. He's basically a second-year player. I know it's his third year, but he's a second. It's his yeah. second year as a starting quarterback. Same scheme. There's some cons- consistency. Like these are all the things that you want to see. So, for the Eagles, for their fans, this is great. You're going to get a fair evaluation on the guy. And then you're going to know this year if he's if he's that dude. And if he is, if he's that dude, he's going to get paid a lot of money next year. Like 35-plus million. And it all depends. Like, if they go fuck around win the Super Bowl, it could be in the 40s. I'm just saying. He wins the Super Bowl, he's getting 50. His range of outcomes, the Eagles' range of outcomes, is pretty fucking wild for, for both, really. They're in a good position. Yeah. If, if, if he fails, they have draft capital to move up to get the quarterback next year if they want. Exactly right. So, that like, there's... No harm done here. The Eagles have everything you need. You got to go out and do it now. I Otherwise, until until then, the Cowboys are still the reigning champions of the division, and they still do have a good team. Yep. All right. Next up, Philly Phil. He's the commander. <laughs> the commanders. <laughs> They're coming. No, is it me or is the, the music feel a lot louder this week? I didn't even change anything. I can't even hear myself think. I love it. It is. But I mean, I'm. I didn't right even now. change it. It sounds like it's higher. You could keep it high for the show, but you could lower it in ours if you want. Yeah. Um, Washington Commanders, though. He's a commander. Carson Wentz traded there this offseason. That's the headline with the Commanders. Um, Brian Robinson Jr., hopefully he comes back because he was on his way to steal the running back job. But otherwise, 7 and 10 last year, largely with. A backup quarterback starting for them. So, that I mean, that's interesting. The defense was piss poor for half a season, and they still want seven games. Seven and a half win total this year. They're interesting, and it's very quiet around this team right now. But they do have some interesting pieces. What do you guys think of the commanders? Kind of the same. I think they'll win seven, eight, nine games maybe with him, with Carson. Uh, it just depends, man. If, if he does his normal meltdown in the worst possible moments it'll end how it always will how it always does for him um i do think they have an outside chance though to be in that playoff picture i really do i think they could be fighting for a wild card because i just i think like for me it's mclaren's best quarterback in years and he's he's a stud facts so i just like i don't I don't know, man. I don't know what to make of. Apparently, they're down on Antonio Gibson, who everybody was high on last year because he can't hold on to the ball. He's like Petey Jones from Remember Titans. Miles Sanders is better. Yeah. Um, Do you remember that? 
No. We argued that here at this table. Did we? Sanders versus Gibson. I would still take Gibson. I was on an island. But, it's okay. Um, well, a little yeah, salty, yeah. obviously. I remember that. Yeah, that's it is what it is. They're the same player at this point. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but no, I look, I think they could be in the thick of it. It's just can Carson Wentz come through in that moment? And I have doubts. I hope I'm wrong because I would love to see it for him because he deserves it for the amount of shit that he just takes. But we'll see. Theories. You had them as a playoff team last year preseason uh, many people oh, did yeah. by the way the fits many people shit. did in, in his defense <laughs> i forgot many people did I not i i don't care not i but i also had the steelers in the playoffs too we gonna keep that hush over here yeah <laughs> yeah i may I, have that's why yeah. I, I have the steelers okay. i may have actually mid-season i think mm -hmm. mids keyword mids yeah. they are a mid give me team. the tree Give me the truth. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of agree with Pauls on them being a fringe playoff team. Like, they're going to be fighting for the uh, – I, I would say they'll be fighting for the last spot. Um, their their, their schedule is really favorable. It really comes down to Carson Wentz. Is is he going to be that guy that could lead this team? They have good. They have pretty good receivers. They got uh, Terry McLaurin. They drafted uh, Jahan Dotson. They got Curtis Samuel. So they have pieces there. It's just they have a lot of question marks in terms of their tight end and their running back. Like – you know, there's a lot of mixing parts. So for me, like, I think they're going to be middle of the pack. Um, I think they'll be a tough team. Like, I don't think they're going to be a slouch. I don't no. think I don't think they're going to be playing the Commanders and steamroll them. No. Um, they'll they'll go win a couple games they shouldn't, but yeah. they'll probably lose a couple that they shouldn't. Yeah, exactly right. So, and that's the story of Carson. So for me, I, I'm I'm out on this team. And the over under seven half. I mean, to be honest with you, their schedule really favors the over. Oh, I'm sorry. Sixth easiest schedule based on I have win yeah. totals. I have them over seven and a half. I have them I'm over a, as well. I, got, I think I got eight. Over. I'm over. Yeah. Eight's feeling pretty good. Oh, yeah. Maybe they surprise and get nine. Oh my god. Pause. Thank you. <laughs> He's giving me a face. I'm like, oh. Whoops. I'll be saying eight feels good with yeah, I mean, look, in, a, in, a, in a small room. Let me ask you guys a question. I, I should know better by now. Are they a dark horse to actually make the playoffs on that last spot? Because when I'm looking at their schedule, it's not that bad. Like, yeah, of course you got it. You got to at least respect them. It's you not have bad. to respect them. Like, like, do I think the Cowboys are better? Probably, but it's a little closer. They narrow the gap. Like there's going to be that chunk of teams that's fighting for that wild card to uh, wild card seed. And I think they're going to be in the conversation all year. Because I think the offense <clears throat> takes a leap, and I think the defense should steady out a little bit. Like, they started very slowly. Um, missing Chase Young for a few games is going to be pretty painful. And the pass defense, that's what I'm worried about the most. <clears throat> they had the fifth-worst pass defense DVOA last year. They made no upgrades to the secondary. That is a concern because if that's the case, no Chase Young and the secondary still sucks, what do you think is going to happen? I'm going to sit back in the pocket. I'm going to tear them the fuck up, honestly. If, if Wentz from the Arizona Cardinals game last year shows up for the last five weeks of the season, they could really make a push to get, grab that final wild card, final wild card spot. He's not even who I'm worried about, really. <clears throat> I, I want consistency. Also, I just wonder, are they on the same level as the other teams that I have on the fringe? And I, I think that they're just a little bit below. So um, I take the over, though, but I think they missed the playoffs. And I, yeah. by the way, guys, this is interesting though. Even though the schedule's easy, by all accounts, they play four teams coming off mini buys this season. All four of those games, week ten onward, Ooh. rest advantage, <clears throat> not good. Yeah. So I mean, yes, they got short. They got shorter weeks there. They have a rest disadvantage, but the schedule, you know, on paper, does look a little bit easier. So. 
give and take. That's my point. All right. Fantasy-wise, guys, are you still, even though, like, the world's down on Antonio Gibson, are you willing to invest in him? No. No. I'm I'm staying away. What am I investing? Yeah. I'm, 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 inv I'm, not, I'm not investing in a migraine. Yeah, I mean, to me, I, I just... The ceiling's not worth it for me. I wonder if Brian Robinson comes back week five because he's only going to miss four weeks as of right now. If he does, I think he's going to play right away. They also have J.D. McKissick, too. J.D. McKissick can play PPR. Yep. So I, I don't mind Robinson as like a drafted stash if you have an IR spot available just because he outright won this job this summer. I know. It's a shame. And it, it was going by quietly, by the way. It was quiet till he, till he did, unfortunately, suffer that accident. Nobody was talking about this guy. Mm -hmm. He was going to be a late-round sleeper for me. So, anyway, there's nothing really much else to say there. Um, so we're going to move on. All right, Philly Phil, one more time. NFC East, and we're at the bottom now. Maybe. I don't know. Some teams like this team for some reason. It's weird. <laughs> That's the New York Giants. New head coach Brian Dable coming over from Buffalo, where he literally he made something out of nothing with Josh Allen and made him into an arguable MVP candidate. And he's had some successful offenses. Okay? So he's the new head coach. Win totals at seven. They won four games last year. Four. They drafted Wandale Robinson. He's expected to step in at wide receiver right away. Um, and they, they signed Tarod Taylor. Just in case Daniel Jones cannot be rehabbed. Tarod. Is there anything else really to say about this team? That was it. That was like literally... I mean, they, they had a good draft. I'll give them that, too. They had a good draft. I they agree. got Kayvon Thibodeau, uh, pick five. Evan Neal, pick seven. And then Robinson, I just said. They had a pretty good draft. So I, I what mean, is there to say about the Giants? Not much. I mean, asking that team to get a three-plus game win uh, from last year is... It just doesn't make sense to me. Like that That's Agreed. a real... Again, now, here's, here's the opposite of what we've been screaming about for the past few weeks. Seven to me, like that's a high number for them. Like that's high. Again, that is like that. It's one of those lines again where I feel like that's begging me to bet the unders and it goes over. So to me, that's telling me that that line's expecting them to be pretty good, to be in the thick of things towards the end. That's a high line for them, dude. The Giants suck. So you yeah. mean to tell me the, the, the Raiders are a game and a half better? That I'm sorry, dude. That's what I'm saying. That is confusing to me. Yeah, that that is a head scratcher. But for some reason, People love this hire. It was a great hire. I don't like, give a fuck. I, don't, I can't believe do? he went there, personally. But the people that keep comparing Daniel Jones to what Josh Allen was and what Stop he wound it. up being, Get some let me tell you Guys. what the difference is there. Daniel Jones, okay, 36 fumbles in 38 starts, 29 picks, 44 touchdowns. He's a turnover machine. There's, there's no similarity there. Are they big dudes that can run? Sure, One has there's the some ability. athletic ability, but this guy is the definition of inconsistency and blow mids. Bro, he got right tackled now. by the turf. He got tackled by the turf. I just, I, I how does that happen? Something's up. <laughs> something's up in Vegas with the water with these odds because it just, it doesn't add up. Like that again, that's somebody that puts their mortgage on the unders and they win eight games. Yeah, I mean, they, I don't see this. I, I don't see this. They do have the easiest I, strength of schedule. I know, but like they're. Eight wins is a lot to ask for this team, though. It's a good team, dude. If they won eight games, that's a successful ass season for the Dodgers. The whole the whole trajectory of this franchise changes. Right now, I think they're going to be in the discussion to draft Bryce Young. 
that's just gonna happen here. They'll they'll win just enough to not get a higher pick for CJ Stroud. I do like Tony. I think he could play. Saquon yeah. is Saquon. Uh, apparently, this kid Wandale Robinson, he could play. He's very good. Kenny Galladay, I heard he is terrible. Uh, Too many injuries, Nick. Right yeah. There. But I I, I I just don't think he's relevant anymore um, in terms of wide receiver. So for me, I mean, they got good pieces. I just think they're missing the quarterback. Yeah. I, I don't believe in Daniel Jones. Like, I'm not, a, I'm not a Daniel Jones fan. Never have, never will be. How could you be? Yeah, I, he, he don't do it for me, dude. Like, he, he, he shows flashes of, okay, like, he could play in this league. But then it's like, where the fuck were you throwing, bro? You have, like, six guys in, in, in one place, and he's throwing it to the guys. There's, yeah. there's no receiver in sight, not even within, like, like within 10 yards. He's and he's showing right to the guys, like, to the opposing defense. Like, how? Super frustrating. That's, that's not that's not a top-tier quarterback. That's not a, a New York kind of quarterback. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they'll be moving seven. on, Nick. Yeah. I think they'll be moving on. They already declined the option um, for his fifth year. The offensive line did get better, which is something they haven't like improved in god knows how long they've had an awful offensive line and by all accounts saquon looks like himself apparently that's that's the word out of camp major takeaway there um so i'm not like unwilling to draft him in fantasy at this point i'm, no, I'm I, open I to having him in fantasy he just but keep in mind i do think the team is going to lose a lot of games i still say under um at best they're winning five games to me yeah I unders for everybody yeah. Yeah. Definitely. The end is <clears throat> nothing else to say. Scary line. I think it's. I think it's more risky to take the overs. <laughs> That's yeah. how I see it. Yeah. That's a high line. All right. So we all say under on the Giants. Philly Phil. Change it up. And this is about to be crazy. All right. Playoffs. It's time. All right. So here's what we do here. This is our last time that we talk about. Playoff predictions until about mid-season. Okay? Playoffs. Yeah, the, the playoffs. I mean, <laughs> you kidding me? Yeah. Playoff seedings with final records tonight. That's what we're going to give you. We're going to tell you who is in the AFC and NFC championship games. And then we're going to tell you who's in the Super Bowl and who's winning it. All right? This is really happening. So some of this shit could be wild. I got a feeling. All right? Everybody ready? Yeah, man, this and is going to be fun. As this always. Gonna lot, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm interested to see who the hell you guys got in the playoffs. Me too. That's for sure. I mean, as always, guys, we encourage the comments. We want to hear everything for this segment. This is this is wild. This is predicting the future. We have our crystal ball here at the table, okay? This could be wild. All right? Are you guys ready? Born. So, basically, we're going to read the list. We'll start. Uh, let's go. We want to start with AFC, <clears throat> NFC. What do you guys want to do? NFC. NFC. Let's start with the NFC. Um, and you're counting from seven to one. You're given the final records. Make sure you write this in the chat afterwards, though, Got so it. we remember what each of us say. Um, Philly Phil, you're going to want to copy that into the to the chat for the audience, too. Okay. All right, guys. Who wants to start off, man? Let's go. I'll go. NFC playoff <clears throat> picture. Seeds one through seven with final records. Pauls, you're up. So for number seven, who could have guessed it? My favorite human being on earth returns to the playoffs as the Panthers, 10 and seven. Oh, he did it. Go ahead. <clears throat> Six, I have the 49ers at 10 and seven. Fifth, I have the Packers at 10 and seven. Fourth, I have the Vikings at 11 and six. Third, I have the Rams at 12 and five. 
Second, I have the Buccaneers at 12 and 5. And at first, I have the Eagles at 13 and 4. Now, Whoa. I will explain that. I do not think the Eagles are the best team in the NFC. Their schedule allows them to have an inside track to the one seed. Facts. And to me, the Buccaneers have they have some tough games in there. I know the Eagles do, but after looking at it, I just feel like I feel like that could be the team that takes that that inside track. And just like I said, the schedule allows that to happen. I love it, Pauls. Make sure you type that yep. up for us real quick. Yep. Theories, you want next? Of course. I got the as number seven, I got the Vikings at ten and seven. Number six, I got the Niners at ten and seven. Five, I got the Saints at eleven and six. Four, I got the Packers at ten and seven. Three, Eagles twelve and five. Bucks thirteen and four. And number one, I got the Rams at thirteen and four. I think the Rams are going to beat the Bucks in the uh, regular season, and they're going to own the tiebreaker. Wow, and that's man. just how I feel. I'm really high on the Saints this year. I think they're going to make a lot of noise. Love this wild, team. wild Love this team. I mean, they are loaded, Nick. Love they're loaded. Team. We'll see what happens. Yeah. All right, you picking somebody with eight and twenty-eight record as a head coach. That's all right. To just go wait. eleven and six. Just wait till later. So he's going to win more games this year than he just had in three later. years. So I mean, look, we just got we each later. got a surprise so far. Let's see if I can keep it up. Well, right? Last year, my seventh seed was god awful. Just wait till later. The Falcons. Oh yeah, the Falcons. <laughs> my seventh seed. Well, I didn't have the Eagles as my seventh seed. I had them win the division. But I wanted to put Dallas at over the 49ers, but I had it over under. It just doesn't, yeah, just doesn't wait matter. Go with your heart, okay? So or two surprises so far. We got the Saints and later. Panthers in the playoffs. All right, my turn, I guess, right? You're up. <laughs> Number seven, the Minnesota Vikings, 10-7 and seven record. Number six, the Arizona Cardinals, 10-7 and seven record. Number five, the 49ers, 10-7 and seven record. Number four, the Philadelphia Eagles with 11-6 and six record. Number three, the Rams with an 11-6 record. Number two, the Green Bay Packers with a 12-5 and five record. And number one, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with a 13-4 and four record. Okay? Everybody digest. Uh, did everyone copy and paste this shit? I did, sir. All right, I I'm going to do it now. I can't copy and paste into that chat. The formatting gets all fucked up, so it just won't work. Am I the, am I the only one who has the Saints in there? We you're the only have, one with the Saints. We're all like separated. I'm, I'm the only one with the Cardinals. Like and, I'm the only and you're the, the only one with the Panthers. Go figure. We've been talking about those three the teams. Panthers. That's crazy. I love you You'll guys, say. man. But I can see it, though. Like, I see the angles from both poles. Yeah, I know. Really, yeah. As long as your angle's not like Phil's arch, it's... You know, yeah. oh, that's crazy. <laughs> we'd be a, we'd be above. So I above like your average. angles here. Each each one, the only one I'm just I'm like the only person in the world down on the Saints. Everybody's high on them, man. Everybody's high on the Saints, and I'm just I'm so down on them. It's wild. Listen, here's the thing though. If the offense plays like they did last year, where there's ball security, and then you add in those pieces, Michael Thomas coming back, Chris Olave. Offensive line is strong. If Jameis can ball out and just not turn the football over like last year, Tell me, bro. they could be so scary. They're another team where it's like, okay, the question's literally only at quarterback for me. Yeah. Here's that said, thing. though, yeah, me too. they've had some things happen in the last week or two that were not good. Marcus May, Trevor Penning. Gardner Johnson. Uh, Gardner Johnson can trade it. Like, this is not good. These are three impact players for this team. Um, and I don't know when Penning's going to come back. How I also, and they're so loaded. And but they're, they're but they are loaded. still loaded. Yes. Correct. So this is literally 
hinged upon their quarterback. Which and is why I wish that they man. went out and got someone different. They could have the been thing. really the scary. Jameis was drafted in what, 2017? So in six years, he's only been reeled in by one head coach that had him looking worth a shit. And that head coach is not there. Dennis X. Allen isn't an offensive guy. It's just, it's not, it's not going to work. It, it's not going to work. And if you get Jameis, I predicted the over in the passing yards. Why? Last year, he was throwing for 150 yards a game because Sean Payton reeled his ass in. Now he's going to go back. He's going to be a 30 and 30 guy. That is not sustainable. It's just, it doesn't work. And you have a, you have, as of right now, a, a god awful head coach. Probably the worst head coach in the league. <laughs> I see what you're saying, but that, you don't like, believe in second chances, huh? I see what you're saying. But, <laughs> Not with him. But last year they were five and two with Jameis in there. That's pretty good. And he had 14 TDs and three interceptions. And when Dennis Allen coached, he stepped in for Sean Payton. They shut out the Bucks. I know that. Do you know how hard it is to shut out Tom Brady? That's never happened in his entire career. I get. And it. this guy did it. I get that. But now he what? That's does, not a fluke. Bro. But now he doesn't just focus on defense. So what? So what? He can still control the defense. He can still control the team. I know that. He's but just now got bigger responsibility because that's that that comes along with the title. But their Head biggest coach. problem is the most important position. I think they're going to be fine. I think you, you're thinking they're not going to have any offensive guru in their ear. You think they're just going to finish people? I just, I just, well, that, yeah, that's what Jameis Winston does, and he doesn't so. have he doesn't have that offensive mind that's able to get him under control, and that's sure. going to lead to regression in what he did Here's i'm sure ahead, i'm sure there's somebody on that staff from the sean payton tree i said that's still there that can emulate that offense and have it run yeah but can you emulate their mind and that's the problem with Jameis. it's not his ability he has all the ability in the world it's the mind it's between his fucking ears yeah it just doesn't click i mean look I, it's I, like I, oh my god this guy's wide open down the field let me throw this seven yard out to the defender Look, my he, thing he's is a this, bro. I'm, by taking, trade. I'm taking the talent over anything. The talent is there. If they can put it all together, this team is fucking scary. I'm telling you, this team's scary. <laughs> they some bum juice. They're not bum juice. Bart Scott not, said bro. Jameis Winston will win MVP. That <laughs> is I scary because I'm worried See, about I, his head. I, I, I didn't say that. Bart but, Scott has CTE for a number <laughs> no. of years now. A number of years now. Jesus. <laughs> Peter King predicted then they're going to. The, uh, the fucking Saints are going to the championship game. Well, Peter listen. King, CTE. <laughs> Fossil. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's it was the, the thing. Saints and the Packers. Yeah. Here's the thing. The Saints, if they put it all together, that is. if they get in the playoffs, that means that Jameis played well and Dennis Allen wasn't a problem, and therefore they'd be scary. If they get in, that means everything went to perfection, basically. I no. think that they, they are more likely to win nine games. I think I said that they'd hit the over. Over was eight and a half. They won nine games last year with so many obstacles last year. I mean, to say that they're going to go under that again with a better roster, it's definitely buzzy. It's a buzzy pick. I, I still think that they're just too talented, but my reasoning is simple, why they don't get in. Because I don't love the NFC race, but I do think the wild cards is going to be a very wide open race with a lot of teams involved. I think the Saints are going to be in that conversation, but here's why I didn't pick them. The three teams I have over them, the 49ers, I I actually like Trey Lance, Not but right also that. I believe that the coach will get more out of the quarterback Correct. than the current coach of the Saints. <clears throat> Not to say I don't think it could happen. I'm just saying I trust Shanahan more to do that, and I like Trey Lance's ability. Okay. Second, Kirk Cousins, definitely think is better. 
Okay. And third, Kyler Murray, the best of the four I just named. Quarterback play. So you're I just think, going straight off quarterback. I, I think that they're so neck and neck that I'm going off of quarterback play. And that's that. That's really it. But what it's about, really, they're so neck and neck. But what about it's a team game? You don't think the Saints are a better do, team than the Cardinals? I, you already know how I feel. I think the Saints, that that's what it comes down to, is I think that their talent is exceptional on both sides of the ball, but I am worried about quarterback play. And I actually like Jameis. I'm like, not worried about to it. To a degree, I like him, and I've told you that I think having Jameis as opposed to, let's say, Mitch Trubisky or a Jimmy G, he opens up that downfield passing game. I just don't know if he can repeat what he did last year and for it to be enough for them to be a, a playoff team. Like, thing is, I actually want them to open it up, Pauls. I want them to open up a little bit more this year, but also that exposes him to being a risk taker. But if they do go back to super conservative last year, are they going to score enough points? I don't know. I'm asking for a mix. I want him to be more aggressive, but I also want to keep the turnovers down. If, I don't know if it's possible. If Jameis, if Jameis Winston is a 35 touchdown and 14 interception thrower, the Saints are... are then look are, out. That's never, ever. Then look out. Why not? He can't do it. Let me ask you a question. Where, uh, where do you rank Sean Payton amongst head coaches? Oh, he's easily a top 10 guy. Top 10 guy. I'm not right? even thinking twice. Where would you rank him as an offensive mind? Top five. Okay, so I would say the same thing, even though I despise him. And he only got mustered out nine wins. Yeah, see, that's the thing is I don't know how much. But he was on the way out. Is he Pete, was done. Is Pete, no. Carm is Pete Carmichael's scheme with with, going uh, to have? Trevor Simeon. Trevor so Simeon. That's why I don't even take that that shutout to Tom Brady into account. It is a big change. Because so last you don't year, Pete Carmichael had 14 touchdowns it. and three interceptions. That's fucking good. An offensive mastermind, bro. I know, but who's to say he can't perform at a high level in somebody else's system? So last year, that's what. That's all. The year before that, 33 and 30, 19 and 14, 19 11, 28 and 18, 22 and 15. The only year where his okay. interception, the touchdown ratio wasn't god awful, was when he had Sean Payton. And I don't he, have any evidence that that will continue without Sean Payton. The evidence that shows me is that once he doesn't have that offensive mind in there, he regresses where he just starts throwing the ball and, and hoping for shit to happen. The other thing is, is and what year did he do key. that? Consistency is key. Well, what year we have turnover on the staff? Thirty-three and thirteen. Nineteen. He was with Arians. Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't playing street ball. He's thirty-three and thirty. And he threw thirty-three and thirty. Dude. Yes, but he also improved. He went from nineteen touchdowns to thirty-three. I get the interceptions. The interceptions for me. He went up fourteen touchdowns, I, but he went up sixteen interceptions. I feel like the interceptions can be cleaned up. Like I, I personally, the guy threw for five thousand yards. That's not it. That that's not a bullshit and, stat. But thirty five hundred of them were to the opposing team. I get. Look, I get it. I get it. Thirty interceptions, but that could be cleaned up. <laughs> look what he did last year with the Saints: fourteen touchdowns and three interceptions. If, if you if, if you double that, and and that was for the season: twenty eight and twenty eight touchdowns and six picks. That's amazing for. But also, for James I, and that would be the recipe to win. They have a great roster. They can run the ball with the You think twenty eight and six is amazing? Damn, I know somebody that had that in 2020. I'm saying comparative. For, I'm saying for Jameis Winston, bro. Of course. A guy who's going from 33 to 30 to 28 and 6, that's a drastic improvement. I agree. That's what I'm saying. I know. So I'm with if, you. If, if he could do that, then this team is going to be hard to beat. I agree. And, I'm also, and that's why I, I'm all in on him because I think that Jameis Winston could do it. I'm accounting for the fact that it might take him a little while to adjust to a new scheme because even though it's a guy who's been there a long time, it's Pete Carmichael. This is not Sean Payton calling the place. So there there could be 
some changes here in the playbook and philosophy. And that's not to say I don't think he could play well. It's just like this th these things take some time. Fortunately, they have three winnable games in the first five games, but they also face the Bucks, the Vikings, uh, the Bengals, the Cardinals, all before the third month of the season. This is the second. This is the first half of the season. They got the Raiders in there. So I'm just saying I'm accounting for the fact that there's turnover on the staff. There's less consistency. Do they get it together? Yeah, I think they could because I, I like the talent still. Mm -hmm. I do like the talent. I just don't know if it's going to be enough. That's that's why I'm going to trust three different quarterbacks that I like better, basically. Makes sense. Three different quarterbacks. And um, let's see. Two of those teams were playoff teams last year. So there you have it. All right. Who else did we say? We said the Panthers. Yeah. Do you want to talk about the Panthers? Uh, I just feel like I <laughs> throw, cold his eyes. Yeah, I throw 2020. I guarantee I'll bet any amount of money you want. They finish with a better record than the Saints. Oh, if Baker Mayfield stays healthy the entire I'm down year for that. Well, that goes for both sides. Guaranteed. Really? All right. I guarantee the quarterbacks have to stay healthy on both teams. OK, really. That's yeah. Fair. Healthy health first health. You can say that about every team in the NFL just about. So. So anyway, let's just call it what it is for me with Wait, them. Hill, cause. <laughs> yeah, I need that's a secret weapon. Nah, I just I, to me, I throw out the 2021 season for Baker. Hey, Dalton. Sorry, um, that was an emotional bet. I nah. felt passion. Go ahead. I to me, I throw out the 2021 season for Baker. Um, he was hurt. Um, I just liked him. I, Sam Darnold did well before CMC went down. I think CMC has a chance to stay healthy this year. And I think that their schedule allows them to be a nine or 10 win team. And I think I, I just I'm not as down on on that team as everybody else is. They have talent. A I'm with you on that too. Like they have a, they're, they're going to be in the team. conversation too for me. They're an they'll interesting be close, team. But like, I just don't know if I can say they'll have enough wins. Do you like Matt Rule? I do. I mean, I work for Matt Rule. I think oh, he's yeah. okay. he's a very good coach. Okay. Um, and he always tends to get the best out of his players. It just so happens that the quarterback room was bad. has been sniped, literally. It's been awful. Um, I think there's an improvement there. Yeah, definitely. Um, do I have faith in them, though, to, to lock down that spot? It, it's Again, it's coming down to quarterback preference. And also, then when I get to the Panthers, I like the Saints roster better. Um, the Commanders are kind of similar. They're hard I, to like, judge. They're hard like, to judge. The Cowboys, I like the Cowboys a little bit better, I think. But not much like that's why i say they'll be in the conversation and if it breaks right for them if baker is that guy again it could happen i'm not going to say it can't happen like there's a lot of people that just shut it down right away and i am not going to say that i think i won't seven, say that the but i seed, say it's unlikely the seven c might be one of the muddiest like dog fights that we've seen in a long because the nfc so it's it's that way on both sides but the nfc is just like regular degger. they're not they're not as balanced you're you're gonna have to take a leap of faith somewhere with one of these teams yeah because there's just they're, they're not they're top heavy let's just put it that way every team other than the, the the top three seeds question marks and you don't like the packers so that's like you you only have two in that the, conversation the field's narrow for me so like the afc seven seed is going to be tough because there's literally four teams there that would be playoff teams in the nfc yep probably Anyway, is there any other teams you want to talk about here? I mean, we talked about the Cardinals last episode, so I think we're good. I yeah. think you guys already knew I had them in the playoffs. So I didn't know. I didn't know you were going to pick them. I, I know yeah, we I said they're going to be a playoff it. team. Yeah, Tuesday. I just. 
I'm out, I'm out on them. And that's not even, it's just, he's got a lot of shit going on around him. He just does. I, so we won't rehash gets, it. Yeah. But if he does it, if he gets the 10 wins, if he does it with the roster going backwards him. a little bit this year, good for him, bro. You that's a lot of money. adversity. You, you earn your it's money. It's asking a lot, and they have a tough schedule. And that's why he was, that's what he was paid for. But so. I, I expect it. Earn your money, young man. I expect their offense to be really fucking good. Like, same thing with the Vikings. Like, I expect the offenses to do just enough there. All right. AFC time. Are we ready? Yeah. Born. Philly Phil, you want to change it up again, I guess? I mean, I love this this soundtrack, honestly. But there you go. AFC playoff picture. Who wants to start us <coughs> off? I'll go again. And go 7-1. to one. Same thing with uh, the records. Number seven, I have the Ravens at 10-7. and seven. Six, I have the Chiefs at 10-7. and seven. Five, I have the Broncos at 11-6. and six. Four, I have the Colts at 11-6. and six. Three, I have the Chargers at 12 and five. Two, second, I have the Bills at 13 and four. And first, I have the Bengals at 14 and three. Wow. I mean, you can't really argue anything. These teams are all so good that you just said. So it's just the order, really. That's all it is. We're all going to probably differ here. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. Theories? You're up. I got the. Number seven, I got the, the, the Chiefs at 10 and 7. Oh, come on! Oh. Number six. I'm going to challenge you on this number one. Number six, I got the Raiders 10 and 7. Number five, I got the Broncos 11 and 6. Four, Colts 10 and 7. Three, Bengals 11 and 6. Two, Chargers 12 and 5. And number one, I got the Buffalo Bills at 13 and 4. You came to your senses, huh? I convinced you last show, didn't I? No. All right. No. No, this is this is what because I, I had the Chiefs winning ten games, right? But I also had the Ravens under nine and a half. They can't get that. They can't get the last spot. So nine wins. You think the Ravens are missing the playoffs? I so think the you, Ravens are getting nine wins. You said the Broncos don't get in too, technically. No, the you Broncos. Broncos. Wait, who'd five. you say? You have all four of them in there. Yes. Who's, who? Oh, you're calling history. Who? Who is better okay. than? Okay, so they can still, the best so they'll still be seen. fourth in the division. Yeah. Like you said, fourth from division, but they can, you can make but the playoffs. They can. I wow, say, he's saying it's going to be history. But did I say they were missing the playoffs? He went. No, Aaron, he went Aaron Rodgers on That's you. That's all. Wow. I feel like I convinced him a little bit, but it's okay. No, it's just because I'm not. I'm not a Ravens guy. That's okay too. That's Ooh. all. I know you're not. And and and, and that would be the the eighth seed. It would be the Ravens. They're going to be neck and neck. They're going to be right in in the thick of things. It's going to come down in the last week. All right. I think Lamar's going to throw a, a pick six, and, they're gonna, and the Ravens are going to lose the playoff. <laughs> <laughs> Down to a fucking T. Yeah. All right, theories. Put your list in the chat, please. If that happened. That'd be crazy. All right. You Here we go. That might be the boldest thing I've seen. Well, I, I don't care. AFC playoff picture. Cincinnati Bengals, number seven with 11-6 record. Note what I just said. I have 11 and one, six. You have seven. What did I say? 11 and six. Has to get you in. <laughs> it has to. That's nuts, bro. Now I don't know how this this works out mathematically with some of these teams. Took it took my best stab. All right, eleven wins gets you in. I was screaming it. Okay, Cincinnati Bengals eleven and six, sixth seed Los Angeles Chargers eleven and six, the fifth seed Denver Broncos eleven and six. <laughs> Is that possible? We're about I guess. to find out. We're about to find out. The fourth seed the Colts eleven and six punching them all up number three the ravens 12 and 5 
Number two, the Chiefs, 12 and five. Number one, the Bills, 13 and four. Uh, this is a wild ass shit. Yeah, I gotta digest. Um, why are the Bengals so low? I think it's comical that you and I always own up. It's a game off. Of. It's literally, it's just, it's, it's a game off. I'm sorry, where did you have the Bengals? I have the Bengals, 11 and six. And there's going to be tiebreakers okay. involved all over you. the place here. On a serious note. They're a game worse than the Ravens. I what? said the Ravens will win the division. What makes you like the Ravens better? I'm just, I'm, genu I'm genuinely, I, genuinely curious. I've already went through this, but I'll say it again. I just think I love this defense. I love that they have health returning. And yes, I know the running back position is kind of in flux right now, but J.K. Dobbins is supposedly playing. But otherwise... I do think that they're still going to be able to score plenty of points, and I just think that their play style tends to be one that wins a lot of games. It, it just really comes down to that. I love the Bengals still. I have them in the playoffs. I'm not about that Super Bowl uh, loser shit. No. I think that they can make a Super Bowl run again. But it just comes down to that. It's like the offense, obviously the Bengals' offense is better, but I still think the Ravens score a bunch. But I think that their, their play style is conducive to winning games tight games and their defense is definitely better than the Bengals and they return a lot of star players to health star players not just any players star players like the Ronnie Stanley's the cornerstone left tackles of the world the uh the Marcus Peters the Marlon Humphreys like these are elite talents in the league these these guys are some of the best of the best there's a reason why the Ravens have been like they've been a very good team with Lamar Jackson last year Injuries was absolutely insane. The offense was not suffering though, despite the lack of running back. So does the nine, so does does the nine and a half scare you? What the win total? Balls. <laughs> no, because I believe they're winning twelve games. You know. <laughs> no, I mean, that's crazy. That's crazy for real. No, it, it doesn't scare you. I, I like like at all. No. No, I, I, I think that these seven teams like are all legitimately they could they could be the E word. Like all seven of these teams. If anything, I'd say the Colts are the weakest of the seven, but they have a good roster still too, and they had a good offseason. So like for me, it's like pick your poison. It's a wide open race just because there's a lot of very good teams. I just feel like for me, like talent for talent, the Bengals are just it's not even a question. Because you love their offense. I do too. Yeah, like if 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 they're playing in a game, dude, like the, the the Ravens aren't scoring with them. The Ravens keep the offense off the field, though. <sighs> I don't know. I think uh, the Ravens Len, also have two shutdown cornerbacks. What's his like, name? Len something. Do I expect the Bengals to get the better of those corners most of the time? Absolutely. But you got two guys right there that are shutdown corners. Well, Tyler Boyd can bust somebody's ass. That's slide. facts. I yeah. know. He's more. He's yeah. the Ravens, most underrated wide The Ravens have been like that. four or five deep at corner for years. They just weren't healthy last year. Both of them. We're talking about two of them. Yeah. Two lockdown corners. Marlon Humphrey's probably a top five, arguably. So coming off injury, that doesn't scare you at all? Not one bit? You think they're going to no, come back? and because gonna, gonna be star I believe again? in the talent that much. I agree it's just, with that. It's just that, really. We'll see. You can say it about Lamar. I don't I don't believe it about Lamar either. I think Lamar's going to have a great year. I think that they have enough of pass catcher, too. I've already said that. Uh, it's not as, I, it's not I, as flashy. I, not, I don't. But I'm in but on I'm, I'm in on Rashad Bateman. I'm in on Mark Andrews. That's all that Lamar needs for this offense. The way that they run this offense, that's all he needs. He he proved it last year. 
Marquise Brown was wide receiver six for half the year until Lamar went down. I like Bateman. That's I, just, I don't know if he can if he can be a real wide receiver one. And you know what? That's okay because everyone's saying that same thing because they just haven't seen him play. You don't know. He wasn't yeah. on the field till the last month of the season. But the the metrics and everything that I read two episodes ago, they still apply. The guy had route success, and the guy gets open. Do you have any worry about Lamar's contract situation? I wish it would have gotten done. It still could before Sunday, right? Um, but no, I, I in a prove it situation. This guy is out there to prove that he's worth a fully guaranteed deal. That's a lot of pressure. That's, and he's his own agent. So, That's like, this pressure, guy is though. betting on himself. I think he's full, I think he's crazy for doing that. And he can look right in his own division. Yeah, but you, you know what? Yourself. Even if he is crazy for doing it, someone out there would pay Lamar Jackson. Oh, someone absolutely. would give him this money. Oh, so like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's why I don't think it's crazy. Because what is there's nothing to lose here other than his health, which, you know, if something happened to him, God forbid, knock on wood. The guy's still going to get paid by someone next year because he's just dynamic. He's incredibly dynamic. There's no one else like him. I know. It's, it's a, well, coming off the injury, his price would go down. They're an interesting Maybe. Team. No, no, that's definitely. He's going to still get 35 plus mil. I guarantee it. Maybe. That's probably the 100%. Case. I mean, Dak did, so I get it. Yeah. But, no, I mean, look, I, I, I just, to me, the Ravens don't have enough on offense. Like, I don't see, like, their wide receivers bursting out of the scene. I mean, I get, you know, your metrics with Rashad Bateman. I get it. But who else do you got? Mark, Mark Andrews. Andrews. That's great. That, he only great. needs two pieces there. Only needs two pieces. Name who to he used last in year. The AFC. I know, but they just tend to win games, this team. They do. They're still going to score points, but they're going to keep teams off the field, too. They have enough so balance. you're high on their defense. I'm high extent. on yeah. their balance. That's what it is. They have balance. Godfar. Godfar's oh. got the Ravens as his second seed. See, I don't even have that. Yeah. But I can see why, though. We flip-flop our I two can't. and three seeds. Actually, all, all seven well, of our teams. His, his beloved Raiders. Yeah, what happened to the Raiders? All seven of our teams are well, the I, same. The, the God cat. <laughs> I don't cat. Nah, Theories Jr. don't cat. Godfar's vibing with me right now. David Pasillo, on the other hand, does not think he's better. And that's okay. A lot of people love the Bengals, and so do I. This, I mean, this is like tit-for-tat bullshit here. I mean, here's I'm looking thing. at seven teams that literally could make a run in the playoffs. But here's the thing. What is there not to like about the Bengals? They just came off the Super Bowl. I love okay, them. I get it. They lost. But they at, like, they literally they've gotten better on the offensive line. Their weakness was the offensive line. Correct. I don't see them taking a step back. How? That's right. They're going to win an extra game this year. I get it. They got 10 hot last year. 10-7 to 11-6. Yeah, they got hot last year. But that could also be a confidence boost for next season. True. That's momentum. Yeah, I mean, it's okay. I'm, I'm not against Bowl. the Bengals at all. It's okay to take a I loss. I love the Bengals. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, it could be healthy for them. That loss in Super Bowl could be healthy. Like, people look at it as a bad thing. Like, it, it, it could be a propelling. You learn from it. Yeah, exactly. You learn from it. You get the experience. Like, not many teams can have that experience in a deep playoff run like that to go in the AFC Championship on the road and win and then go to Super Bowl. Like, that's, like, not many teams can say they, like, they've done that. So, for, me, for them to get that experience, I, and they got better. I don't see how the Ravens are even better than them. That's me. Like I just don't get it. Yeah, I don't. And that's, I, okay. I, that's their weakness. Remember, they were. And yeah, they're going to they're, they're going to take a step back. The only they were a surprise why. team last year. But why? <laughs> and they will win another game. That's how I see it. Oh, you were saying something. I was saying that, like to me, I just they were only weak basically on their offensive line. 
and they improved it. Their defense is schemed, uh, you know, anytime you hold Tyreek Hill to no catches, it's just, to me, it's impressive. And they have to carry over their playoff success on the defensive side of the ball, not to cut you off. Yeah, but no. they were not that team all year. Yeah. They did I a great they job were. of uh, Cooper Cup in that Super Bowl until they the fourth did. quarter. And not for the nothing. The fourth quarter, he really killed them. But up, up secondary, that point, they did all right. And not for nothing, but, like, I, they almost won. If it, the holding call that was not a holding call on Logan Wilson may have, may or may not have altered some history. Also, the fact that they kept Joe Mixon off the field. I yeah, said they could have won that game. I, be, I believe they would have won that game. But look, okay? you, you win a playoff game getting sacked eight times. You get sacked eight times in a Super Bowl and are a couple plays away from winning the Super Bowl. I just I don't understand how a team like the Bengals isn't getting the love that the teams like the Bills are getting. Because they went further than the Bills, and they had a better offseason than the Bills. Also, keep this in mind, Mike. Uh, Mike, they debatable. offensive lines. Why? Who did they sign? Von Miller. Yeah, but Von Miller, he he had two of the top five defensive players on the defense with him. So I think that he kind of got a little bit lucky. They got a better quarterback, I think. Josh Allen's a better quarterback. Than They're that. neck and neck. I would take Josh Allen. I would right now, too, but it's getting closer. But offensive line, though, I love what they did. Left tackle, still a little bit of a question mark. Like, Jonah Williams, I know he's returning, but he's he's not been very good in his NFL career. He's been very up and down. But, like, offensive lines in general, they take time to gel. So I think, like, by, you know, by the first month of the season, even though the schedule's a little bit lighter, I think they'll be firing all cylinders by then. But that one game could cost them. Like, what if they lose to the Cowboys in this game? What if they lose to the Dolphins? I don't think they will. But, like, I do, I do think that they'll lose to the Ravens in Week 5. That's in Baltimore. Sunday Night Football. We're going to bust them wider. Yeah, let me, let me and they, have, they have a rest disadvantage. They come off a of Thursday night football going to Baltimore on Sunday night football. They're going to lose that game. I would bet that right now. But, like, we'll offensive see. line does take time to gel. And the secondary, we're talking about the AFC being loaded, loaded with passers. That secondary is still a big question mark. I know that they had moments, but they are a big question mark. You're asking a lot out of them. They prove they can do it sometimes. I need to see it more. You yeah, rapid yeah, rapid fire segment real quick. Who is your dark horse out of all the teams you guys didn't name to get into the playoffs? Like oh, who's the your teams AC? To, that we didn't have in? Yes. I'll, I'll exclude the Raiders in my answer, but go ahead. Dallas. I'm mean, sorry, the Ravens. I would say Dallas and the Raiders. On Dallas. both sides? Like AFC and NFC? I, I was talking about AFC. But, oh, okay. uh, I AFC, the Raiders. I'll, I'll be with you, Dallas and... Oh, you said the Raiders. Okay. Oh, jeez. Um, I, the only reason, looking, the hold on sole sec. reason I did not pick the Raiders is because of that line. That's fine. Um, I'm going with Dolphins. <laughs> Dolphins and Dallas. It would have been the Browns if they had a quarterback for the whole season, but they don't. Oh, um, disgusting. Yeah, I mean... I mean, I guess the Dolphins... I really like those 17. I like the Raiders, and I think the Raiders would be that team, actually. I, I would probably say Raiders. Yeah. They're my succeed. Sincerely, the succeed. But anyway, are you ready for some championship games? Yeah, let's do it. I mean, because we... Oh, Godfar just posted his NFC stuff. Godfar. Um, and he's got the Cardinals in, too. Dang. The cow pukes, what? Wait, what? And the Cardinals? Oh, my. The Cat, the cat Favre, man. I'm so disappointed. Cat Favre loves, loves my reasoning. I can tell. He I'm must have picked up some middies. Yeah, for real, bro. <laughs> Don't ever bring sticks and seeds to my yeah. studio. Wow. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I think that, I think this is a safe, safe time to go to the championship game. Yep. So, NFC Championship. 
who's going to be there. And you don't need to say who's advancing right now. All right. Because we're going to say it when we talk about Super Bowl. I guess it don't matter. What do you want to do? The Buccaneers are coming to Philly. Whoa, nice. Rematch. All right. Theories? I got Bucks and Eagles, too. <laughs> I swear to God. I swear to you, I had Bucks and Eagles. I, mean, I, I feel it, bro. I just, it just, it just on my gut, dude. Keep your eyes on your own paper. No, not, no. This paper was constructed. Wait, Bucks at Eagles? Did you both have... No, I, I, I got, oh, you have I Eagles, got Eagles at Bucks. At Bucks. I have Packers at Bucks right now. It feels like a safe boy thing. Oh, no, I think you're dangerous. Oh, well, most would say I'm not right there, but that's okay. We're not most here. <laughs> that's for damn sure. Um, yeah, but so, okay, let's let's go to AFC Championship. Who's getting to the game? That will be the Bills at the Bengals. Another... Uh, very high octane matchup right there. I was gonna say rematch yeah, because I'm thinking it could have been that. What it could have been last year. Yeah. I got hey. the Chargers at the Bills. Oh, it's gonna man. be cold as fuck. I wanted the Chargers, dude. It's gonna and be I couldn't cold do it. As shit there. The Chargers were the team I wanted, dude, and I couldn't do it. That's, oh man. The weather is gonna derail the Chargers. That's my prediction. That that's yeah. That's gonna be tough. Uh, my AFC Championship game. Broncos at Bills. Shit. Wow. Let's, ride. Let's ride. Let's ride. Hashtag let, <laughs> let Russ cook. Um, all right. So throw these into the chat if you guys don't mind. Uh, actually, yeah. So throw your Super Bowl stuff into the chat. I'm sorry. Who's going to get there? Because we... No, okay. Let's just fucking say it. <laughs> Who is getting to the Super Bowl. Who wants to go first? I will. Are you sure? Absolutely. You're going to say the Eagles, aren't you? No. Go ahead. No. The Buccaneers are going to play the Bengals. Oh, man. Brady gets back. And he's riding off into the sunset. Who's getting to the game? This is exciting, man. I got the Bucks and I got the Bills. All right. So you got the heavyweights. Yeah. I thought you were going to fuck around and say Raiders. I really did. No. Well, I didn't say them in the NFC in the championship. Oh, that's right. I'm such an idiot. Sorry, I'm I'm focusing on the past here. I got but the you. present is this. I got you. Super Bowl matchup. Because, you know what? When's the last time we saw the fucking heavyweights? Like, there's always something crazy these years. No, always. I, I get it, man. I, I, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Just... Let me tell you who's getting there. It's the Broncos versus the Bucks. Okay, I thought you were gonna say the fucking Packers. I was gonna have to get up and leave. I had to alternate here, you know? Broncos versus the Bucks. You're really high on so, Bucks. That would be so fun, man. I, 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 I know, hope that man. happens. That would be a great two weeks of potting. <laughs> you know what's, <laughs> you know what's crazy, too? Now we got to pick the winners. I'll say this, though. I'll say this about the Buccaneers in particular. Well, the Broncos, they strike me as a team that they're going to get hot. Wow, Bucks versus Bills. Bucks okay. Yeah, nice. Yeah, we're seeing a lot of... I got fans. Yeah, <laughs> only fans. It, it feels I don't want to say that you're a, a safe boy for that because I could totally see that like the Bills look like they're going to run train on the league this year but I'm far from the safe boy yeah um, I had Saints in the playoffs and I, know, I had the Raiders I know <laughs> but the Buccaneers getting there this is simple for me I do not trust 
the NFC right now until proven otherwise. Like honestly, the same boat, and and the thing is, as I just think the Buccaneers, even with the interior offensive line issues, which could be a problem in the playoffs, that could be a problem. That's how they could be exposed if they're going to be exposed. But Tom Brady, let's not forget what happened last last postseason. Excuse me. Shocking defeat. Even after the comeback, everyone thought it was going to happen. I thought they were coming back and winning that game. Me too. And the Rams still pulled that one out, and Tom Brady's fucking livid. So they're going to get to the game here because Tom Brady is motivated. And I don't want to face a motivated Tom Brady. I think they get back there again. I still think they're the best team on paper in the NFC, even with those injuries. Okay? Anyone else want to talk about the Bucks there? Or you want to talk about champions now? Let's talk about champions. The Bucks are the Bucks. You, you already the know what it again? is when it's Tom Brady. Tom Brady's riding off into the sunset. And he's retiring? And he's retiring. He's going to go home be with his pretty ass story. wife and save his marriage. That would make for a good story. That's exactly what's going to happen. I don't want him to retire. Because now he's got more motivation because he's pissed off at Giselle. And he's going to be ready to rock. And he's coming to everybody's throat. And look, I'm not, I refuse to bet against Tom Brady. I don't care if he's fucking 60. <laughs> Apologies. I don't care if he's 60. I'm not betting against him. I just refuse to. And I think that it'll be, I just don't think at that point, it'll be too much for Burrow to overcome. Why did I, I just saw this happening, honest to God. I really did. I thought, go ahead, Nick. You go first, and I'll tell you what I thought was going to happen here at this table. Well, I I, I think the Bucks are going to win the Super Bowl. I of think course. Tom Brady is going to be MVP. I think he's going to retire mid to late March, and he's going to pursue the broadcasting career, and he's going to be a dad. And I think that's exactly what's going to happen. I mean, look, there's a lot of uncertainty in the East, right? Or, or, or in the NFC, sorry. Stability. My thing is this. I'm going to take the best quarterback in that conference. It's Tom Brady. He's the best quarterback in the league. So why would I go against that? With all this uncertainty, I'm always going to take the guy that has, he's proven it a million fucking times. I'm just wondering why they he's haven't been, been either of your top teams in the NFC. What do you mean? I got them right at the top and number one still. And I said they were the best team in the NFC all because, off season. Because regular season, postseason don't mean anything. You did for NFC, correct. Regular season and postseason are two different. Uh, I'm just saying. It's two different I'm games. keeping it a buck. I'm surprised. There, it, it, but I'm not at the same time. I'm not surprised that you both have them winning. Because you know how hard it is to repeat as a champion yeah, like in the NFL? Like, that's why, for me, like the Rams, like I think they're going like, to be in divisional round. But like I, I feel like they're going to get bounced out. I'm worried about them right now. Yes. So personally. for me, I like the Bucks. I think they have stability there. Yeah, I know Arians left, but they have Todd Bowles. He's been there um, since Brady was there, obviously, and actually even beyond, right? Bowles has been there for, for a minute. Yeah, with Arians. Right? Bowles has yeah. been with Arians for an eternity. Yeah, and, and the, play, the, the, like the players love him. He, he, he grabs the attention in the locker room. That's what you want in a leader. So for me, I love the Bucks team. I think I'm a little weary about their offensive line. That could be a really big problem, especially Brady not being a, a mobile quarterback. That's the way you beat him. But it's Tom Brady. He can get he gets the ball out within milliseconds. So for me, it's just can the receivers be on the same page with Brady? I believe they can. Godwin's been there for this is gonna be uh, Godwin and Evans third year with Brady. Yeah, you have Julio Jones. Julio Jones is a veteran. Russell Gage can play if they can like, get these pieces in line. This team is going to be really unstoppable to beat. And they got Fournette, who's also not a bad uh, pass catching back as well. He had like 80-something targets last year. And obviously, he's involved in, in, in the passing game along with the run game. He's a great player. It's just for me, I think the, the whole at tight end kind of 
kind of worries me a bit because Brady loves to, you know, to uh, target his tight ends. Pauls, I know, I get it, I get it, I know, haha. But like my, my my thing is like it's Tom Brady, man. He he knows how to get the best out of his team. It's just I I just think he's the best player on the planet, and I think he's gonna retire mid to late March, take on the broadcasting job, and go be a dad and go hang out, man. He he, he what else has he got to prove? Like he's dumb. Bro. Here's the thing, you're gonna really appreciate this. The Buccaneers are not winning the Super Bowl, and Tom Brady's coming back next year. Shit. We can all be happy, right? I don't want him to retire. I know I'm going to lose that. <laughs> but here's the thing. I've been sitting on this one for a while. Oh, I know. I'm sorry. You can say whatever you want. I've been, you know, I don't give a fuck. I've been thinking about this for a while. And I, the last two years of the NFL have made an impression on me. An elite quarterback went to a new team and won the Super Bowl the same year. I just feel like it's going to repeat because all the pieces are there. It's the same setup. It's the same setup. And they're going to catch the league by storm. They're going to get hot late. One just like difference. those two teams. One major difference. What? They weren't rookie head coaches. True. But this guy just got two straight MVPs out of Aaron Rodgers. I'm a, I'm a little bit more flexible I, there. I understand. Absolutely. Pause again. Yeah. <laughs> so to me, it just comes down to, man. Yo, you They're, really love Russ. No, it's it's. Listen to me right now. It's it's as simple as this. It's I think all seven AFC teams could very well be in the Super Bowl game, and I think the Broncos are going to get hot. I, I just think they will. I think it's part it's part belief, but also it's part like the NFL's been just fucking crazy the last couple of years, and nothing you expect to happen is going to happen. Yep. And there's no reason why they can't be that team, because I've already explained that at length. I've given you paragraphs on the Broncos. I mean, I, I don't know what else to say other than I think that they can do it. And also, the reason to win that game is probably going to be Tom Brady's downfall with the middle of the offensive line. Maybe it will come down to that. I don't know. But the, but the Broncos have a successful run game, and that's what's going to get them through the playoffs because they're going to be able to beat teams on the ground in the playoffs. That's going to be a major factor. That's why I have them beating the Bills in Buffalo because the Bills aren't going to be able to run the football when it matters in that game. Two neck-and-neck neck teams. Same thing. That's it. it it's, it's like that. It's, and like you could that. have said it to me either way, but I, I like the narrative a lot there. I like Tom Brady coming back again next year. I hope he does. I do like it a lot. It just makes sense. Russell Wilson, Super Bowl MVP. Side note. Go ahead. No, we talk. He's out to prove you fuckers wrong. Everyone that doubted this guy last we year. Talk, Go ahead. We talk a lot about um, the Broncos' new head coach, right? Getting back-to-back yep. -back MVPs out of Aaron Rodgers. So that's that's the justification of, okay, I can see where the Broncos are going. But Josh McDaniels wins Super Bowls with a quarterback, and that's swept under the rug. Yes, that's amazing. That's crazy to me. Well, no. Because we have film on Josh McDaniels. We don't what, have film on what, that. But also remember, I what know you're film, trying to bro? push the, the Raiders. I know you're trying to push the Raiders. That's but a different team, though, bro. They had fucking Tim Tebow. That was not what he wanted. Josh McDaniels did a hell of a job last year with Mac Jones. That's Russell what Wilson. Wilson. That's what I'm saying. So I, Russell I Wilson's understand. won the bowl. I trust this man to yeah, do it. So does Josh I trust McDaniels. him. He's won the bowl, and they got a defense to do it. Josh won. And they got a rushing attack to do it. I don't. Get He's that. got the defense too. <laughs> This, this feels like almost Peyton Manning going to the Broncos. It's the same thing. They're going to go bananas this year. So let me ask you guys a question. They're going to get hot. If you erase Josh McDaniels' career in, 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 like in Denver, coaching Denver, 
would he be one of the hottest candidates and the Raiders would be way above everybody's predictions. Am I correct? People would love the Raiders if if you wipe McDaniel's career. Uh, Probably. From, from Probably. Denver. Yep. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. People, no, I agree. People I agree. can grow from that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, it shit happens. He's got a good roster. That's my only thing. I get it. I'm not we'll doubting him, but he's not, he's not in the I Super Bowl for you. I got another thing for you, so too. I, 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 I get I get I'm just saying. I get the Broncos things, too, but Vic Fangio was a defensive mastermind. That defense could struggle a little bit without the scheme. Like, th those are things that you do have to take into consideration. Like, sure. you don't just switch coaching staffs and shit just stays the same. Like, and Mike alluded to this last episode. Like, there's a lot of no-names on that defense. They just collectively, it's, it's as a risky. unit, played very, very well. It's risky, but remember, the Rams had to change their offense with their coordinator leaving. Okay? The Sean Buccaneers, whole new, whole new situation with the Buccaneers. I mean, yeah, it's a, it's really, it's... Yeah, well, that's an anomaly. I mean... But that's the thing, though. I'm, I'm, I'm counting on a Super Bowl-winning quarterback to go out there with the best surroundings yeah. he's had in his career to this point. I've already I I've I get the it. case. Yeah, I say it. I don't think you're crazy for it. I mean, like, that's bold as shit. It's bold, but, but guess what? The NFL's been fucking wild, man. It has. I wanted to put the Eagles in the game. Actually, I wanted to put the Packers there, too, but I... To your credit, I want to see what this passing game is going to be like. I can see the narrative, though, because I do think if anything's going to stop the Bucks, it's going to be that interior pressure in the playoffs. Otherwise, I have nothing to worry about with the Bucks. If, but that's how Tom Brady historically has been beaten in the playoffs, is with interior pressure. The Giants in particular. That's when he has lost in the playoffs. You've got to beat him with interior pressure. Yep. And it's possible now. But I just don't see it right now. I, I trust them the most right now. I the, really just trust them, and they're loaded. The comedy of Aaron Rodgers losing Devontae Adams after all these first-round playoff blunders and going to the Super Bowl. That would be something. Them would be, a, like, the most... But that's the thing, right, Mike? thing. That would because be so fitting. Their current formula that they've had these past handful of years, it hasn't worked. That's why they're copying the 49ers. That's, that's what they're doing. That would be some shit. They're you know, copying the identity of the team that, that beat them, except they have a better quarterback. No, I'm just kidding. But no, I no, I, I agree it's, there. I it's agree really there. like, so for me, it's like, it's just, there's just amount, enough of a, a fair amount of skepticism for me. Can they beat the Bucks right now? And that's the thing is like, I could see the Eagles getting there. I could, you know, it, it's very possible. But you're asking for a lot of things to go right. I'm going to go with the one where there's more stability, and I'll go with Banana Land on the other side with the Broncos because someone's got to do it, really. I agree. That's a good pick. All right. All right. Don't Last but not least, we got to go award predictions. This is going to be a quick kind of thing. We got award predictions, and then we have fantasy bold predictions, and then we're going to leave the show. We're going to drop the fucking mic on our preseason preview. Okay? Yep. Who wants to start award winners? I'll run it right down the list. Okay, and you got it. And then I'll copy and paste for you. Thank you very MVP, much. MVP, Justin Herbert. Offensive Player of the Year, Justin Jefferson. Defensive Player of the Year, Michael Parsons. Offensive Rookie of the Year, Kenny Pickett. Defensive Rookie of the Year, Aiden Hutchinson. Comeback Player of the Year, Derrick Henry. Fantasy MVP, Dalton Schultz. Coach of the Year, Douglas Irvin Peterson. And GM nice. of the year, Howie Roseman. Howard oh. Roseman. All right. I like it, man. Good pick. I mean, get your get your pen and paper out for your bets. That's really what we're telling you here. Go ahead, theories. 
Uh, MVP, I got Josh Allen. And side note here, the last person to win the MVP and win the Super Bowl in the same year was Kurt Warner back in 1999 with the Rams. And that's who I have losing to the Bucks. So that's why that's why I made my I like my that decision. you use that narrative. Go ahead. Yes. Offensive player of the year, I got Justin Jefferson. Defensive player of the year, I got help is on the way. <laughs> I got Joey Bosa, baby. Uh, offensive rookie of the year, I got Chris Olave. Defensive Rookie of the Year, Aiden Hutchinson. Comeback Player of the Year, Jameis Winston. Fantasy MVP, Justin Jefferson. Oh, he's going to love this one. Coach of the Year, Dennis Allen. Wow. GM of the Year, Tom Telesco with the Chargers. Wow. That's actually a good pick. Wow, man. All right, you guys ready for this then? Told you I'm high on the Saints. You're high, all right. I really like the Joey Bosa. Banner and theories. Not wrong with that. I do, but I'm gonna I'm gonna be different. Okay, you're gonna like this MVP, Josh Allen, and here that that's literally part of my narrative here. MVP's not winning the Super Bowl again. All right, I know I say Russell Wilson's a great long shot bet. It's already out there, but the narrative. I'd rather him win that Super Bowl MVP. All right, so I'm tying these things together for you. A little bit of narrative, too. All right, MVP, Josh Allen. Offensive Player of the Year, Justin Herbert. Defensive Player of the Year, Miles Garrett. Offensive Rookie of the Year, Brees Hall. Defensive Rookie of the Year, Aiden Hutchinson. Comeback Player of the Year, Christian McCaffrey. Fantasy MVP, Dalvin Cook. Coach of the Year, low-hanging fruit here. Sean McDermott, never gets talked about enough. All right. GM of the year, Howie Roseman. Got to give the man his flowers. Seriously. I think they're going to win a playoff game, too. We're Just putting that out championship there. Game. What yeah. You mean? I can see it. I can really see that. All right. So. Anything to say, guys? That was a good one. I mean, yeah, real fast. Everybody give, give your one bold fantasy prediction. So I'll wait, start. Hold on. I think you should give it. Give I, it. I want to go back to his list. You got Dalton oh, Schultz as fantasy MVP. Yeah. Oh you shit! You said Dalton Schultz there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah what do you oh, mean? Wow. Didn't you say give a fantasy yeah. MVP? Yeah. Yeah. I love Dalton Schultz this year, dude. Do you think? I think he had a hundred. Do you think he'll be tight end one potentially? I actually had in one of my bold predictions that he would be the second ranked tight end. There you go. So that is okay. actually a value, major, major you. value. So actually, how about this? Let's go through our bold predictions. Just just say him, say your list. All right. Say your list. And then we got to get out of here. And we'll talk. Yeah. Right. I mean, we could talk about one or two things and get out. Okay. Dalton Schultz finishes as a top two tight end. Juju finishes, finishes as a top 15 wide receiver. Aaron Rodgers finishes outside the top 15 quarterbacks. Rashad Penny Ooh. is a top 12 running back. Led the league in rushing the last seven weeks. Joe Burrow produces two 1,400-yard wide receivers. I love wow. That, that's a, that's a, I that's you, major bro. right there. I love you, bro. Yo, he fucking hates Rodgers, man. No, I don't. Yo, say it with your chest, dog. I am. I he actually it. credited him on our AFC you. West show last week, which, or Tuesday, which was stunning. All right, I'm going to go today, from last week. I don't today is Tuesday. Jeez, I'm going to go I'm from less shot to more shot. But I actually think that like all of these are going to hit. AJ Dillon a finishes a top 12 back in fantasy. Wow. Jalen Hurts will have more. Well, I'm sorry. Jason. I mean, Jalen Hurts will have more passing yards than Kyler Murray by 500 yards or more. Travis wow. Kelsey won't finish in the top three tight ends this this season. Dallas Goddard finishes in the top five. Alvin Kamara will be the number one fantasy running back this season. 
and number one, this is my all-time, and I swear to buy it, Gabriel Davis will finish in the top ten in fantasy. Wow! I don't give a fuck. Major took him. That is. That's your top guy, 10. man. Top ten, bro. Now you guys thought that that was bold. I think so. I mean, Jalen Hurts having more more passing yards than Kyler Murray. I mean, yeah, you said you said some bold shit. I mean, you guys. And I think it's thing. gonna happen. I'm bold but I'm gonna use the the word one right off the bat here. Running back one overall, Dalvin Cook. Wide receiver one overall, Stefan Diggs. He digs her out. <laughs> Cortland Sutton. I said this one. I'm gonna repeat it. Top ten wide receiver. Look where he's getting drafted. That is value. Okay. Russell Wilson, top three fantasy quarterback. DeAndre Swift, top five running back. And if you want to count this as one extra, Nick Chubb's in the top ten, along with Javante Williams. Two guys who everyone says, oh, they're going to catch enough passes and they're going to get enough work. They'll both be in the top ten. How do you like them apples? I like it because I got Javante Williams, so he's <laughs> screaming at me. Oh, if you need Melvin, hit my jack. I uh, know. You reached for his ass, too, you fucker. P you and reached I, for him, dude. He and I drafted was last night, to guys. Be drafted there. I was like, I this guy, him. bro. Yeah, yeah, I needed him. I got to throw this out there for All everybody. Right. The P&I fantasy football draft was last night. It was epic, bro, and we're going to be talking about me, it. Bro, you know that, bro. Yo, you taking... You know that. I you taking Bateman. You taking ETN. Like, you, you guys are... I feel like... I take that shit to the grave, bro. You're listening oh, to some of these things. I wanted to draft Baker with my last pick, and Marcos took him. He took him like in the 10th round. Marcos took him early. Yeah. <laughs> oh, anyway, yeah, you'll be seeing a lot of that content. And otherwise, I think it's a great note to end on. Philly Phil, you know what to do one more time. Ladies and gentlemen, that was our NFL 2022 preview in depth with divisions. All right. Playoff predictions, award predictions. Sheesh. Season long fantasy football betting i mean we covered everything for you loads and loads of content be sure to check out all of our previous episodes from this month if you have missed them you're going to want to do that before you place your futures bets anyone with your leftover fantasy draft tomorrow night like me i have one more draft you need to be listening to this stuff we just gave you wild ass bold predictions okay otherwise thursday here's what's on schedule Thursday Night Football, the opener of the season. We're going to give you a preview and picks of that game. It is a great game, okay? Week one game picks, the usual, okay? This is what we do towards the end of our show after we talk about the storylines and we make our picks and usually some bets too. I'm sure that Piles will be betting me on the Packers-Vikings week one, even though I said I think that the Packers could lose that one. They but I will still generously bet you. Um, it is always exciting, guys. And we'll obviously, for those of you who do DFS, we do that here too. We will put out a DFS lineup. <sighs> Man, that's a lot. That's a lot, guys. Bro, the Great next time, work. Next, the next time we pod, football's on, dude. It's, it's here. He made it, boys. I Yo, can't wait. He made it. Great work, guys. <sighs> Absolutely phenomenal work from the PI guys. And this episode, episode 104 of Psychotic and Iconic, powered by Playmaker, was brought to you by Prize Picks. Daily fantasy made easy. 
Also, as usual, we are live on the Props Network at PropsHQ.com every single episode. You need to go over there and subscribe for more content because that's all we're doing is content galore during football season. You're going to want to check it out. You don't want to miss it, okay? Last but not least, merchandise, P&I, black and gray, short sleeve and long sleeve tees, hoodies, as well as tanks, and we have customized mugs. DM us for details, courtesy of IPB Pressworks, Cherry Hill, New Jersey. I need to take a breath and pass it over to Nick Theories. Thank you, everybody, for participating this preseason. And enjoy the NFL 2022 regular season. Philly, Phil, you know what else, too? Actually, I got something else. Play Fly Eagles Fly, and then let Nick Theories talk. <laughs> I owe, I owe God far one right there. I know, sir. He's loving this. Go ahead. Now do your shit. Over now under, do it. Over under three and a half veins popping out of his neck. <laughs> <laughs> now do your thing, Theories. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. We appreciate all the love, support, and the comments. If you guys haven't done so already, please don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell on YouTube. We are also available on PropsHQ.com, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeart, megaphone stitcher and all that other shit also follow us on all of our socials such as facebook twitter instagram and tiktok and we will see you guys this thursday at p and i baby football season's here <laughs>